You're listening to the two dumb users. Are you camping? Derpy's gonna like like one stealer by the time the season's over. Hey, that'll be one more than you do, you jacket. I love ninety nine percent of the roster. I like you hit the only bed on the team. I like one. I like point five percent, and I hate point five percent. Oh yeah, yeah. That we have on the team. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. Welcome to the show. This is the Two Dumb Yinjas episode three hundred and sixty four. Three six four. Three six four. Um, I got a question real quick before we start, guys. It's just a general question that um, I was having a conversation with somebody, but I wanted to see. I, I wanted to see where Yin's guys stood. Mm-hmm. All right. So everybody, well, I mean, most people know that Sinead O'Connor passed away yesterday, mm-hmm. which I thought that she had already passed away. I totally had a um, Mandela effect. A Mandela effect. It, yeah, totally. it wasn't her. It was the uh, the the singer from the Cranberries. Oh, and I was always get, I would get those two confused too every once in a while. Yeah. All right, let me ask you. I want to start with Derpy. Do you know Derpy what Sinead O'Connor looks like? I saw a picture. What do you know about her? Just just right off the top of your head, what is there? What is something that you know about Sinead O'Connor just by seeing her picture? Absolutely nothing. Do you recall? I just what her knew she hair... was a singer. I guess. Huh? I just knew she was a singer. I guess. Do you re- Do you recall what her hair looked like in the picture that you saw? No. All right, Mike. Yeah. What's one attribute you would say about Shaved O'Connor? What's that? Shaved head. Shaved head. She's bald. Yeah. Oh yeah, Mike, that's right. Can you name? Three of Sinead O'Connor's songs. No. <laughs> no. Okay. So I got in, I didn't get into it, but there, there was just a little uh, conversation I had with somebody that said that, you know, uh, he had he, he'd taken heat at his workplace because he had mentioned that he didn't like Sinead O'Connor's music. So everybody jumped on him. And I, I said, I said, you know, People don't know her because of their music. People know who Sinead O'Connor is because she was the bald chick from the 90s. She was a singer. She was bald. And um, and I'm convinced that people don't know her because of her music. The one song that, that was she was very popular for, Nothing Compares to You, that was a Prince song. It was a cover, okay? So the people, these people that are going crazy over Sinead O'Connor, oh my God, how can you say you don't like her? How can you say you don't like her music? Most people can't name two songs because again, the one that she was known for belongs to somebody else. And I, my, my, my projection is that people basically know her because she was the bald chick singer from the 90s. That, that, that was my argument. They, they, know, they know her from Saturday Night Live. See, I, I I consider myself an average guy who pays attention to average things. I, I never really put too much attention in the Sinead O'Connor in my life. But even she... living through her time of popularity, I would contest that people remember her and know her because she's bald. Some people may remember the Saturday Night Live. Some people may remember the incident, incident where she ripped the uh, po- picture of the Pope up. Some people might remember the song. 
I say anytime you say the name Sinead O'Connor, the first thought that comes to your head is not the Pope. It's not Saturday Night Live. And it's not, it's because she's bald. Yeah. It was just like everything, like she had, she had a good voice. And so did many people. But like I, the thing is like, like it, everything else became overshadowing her work. Everyone just wanted to talk, like you said, about the Pope, the Saturday Night snl and her hair no one wanted to talk about her music it was all about how she looked and what she did no one and they stopped after that no one wanted to like talk about her music and it was like one of those things was, like you know it, everything else became more important that's all people wanted to care about and my argument was this if sinead o'connor had hair let's say she was a redhead she's irish o'connor let's say she was a redhead i say she would have been long forgotten had Sinead O'Connor had hair that 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 was my argument I think that people okay remember the name but you know what you remember Michelle Branch you remember you know you remember these one hit wonders of people that, that kind of disappeared over time my argument is that if she had hair she would not have uh carried her her fame as long as she had I think you're wrong. I think because of what 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 she did and then like the way people overreacted to it it's that's what kept propelled her even to more to pop culture because she no longer was a musician she was just a pop culture touchstone i just think so, that so um, even if she had hair she would have been a pop culture touchstone yeah i i just think that i i, I never seen the pope incident i just learned about that <laughs> recently i didn't know she was on saturday night live yeah i remember again, when that happened the only song that, that reigns in my mind is the prince song I just think that if she didn't have this notable, noticeable thing, like many, many, many musicians throughout the period of time don't have that one thing that really sticks out that, that you know, keeps that in your mind. I think that she wouldn't, she wouldn't be the same person and people wouldn't be caring about her. It, it, now. Was, the, it was the picture. It, it was the SNL incident. That's what, you know, made her still relevant until she died. Because a lot made of kids, her known. A lot of people that are always were kids when, when she was famous. And yeah. um, and I wasn't watching Saturday Night Live. I could tell you that. And well, I wasn't. That's um, a you issue. But I think my, a lot of kids, a lot of kids my age, didn't watch Saturday Night Live. I did. I did. I mean, you can. But I'm maybe saying, am, am I weird then? Well, yes, and you're weird <laughs> because, again, the first thing that pops in anybody's head when they say Sinead O'Connor is she's bald. Bald in bald in the Pope. Again, I, I never even heard his Pope thing. I, I, I think thought, it's interesting. See, I thought you knew about that. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, when Matter it came fact, out, yeah. Nobody that I talked to even knew about this Pope thing. How how, how did people not know? Oh, my I don't God. know. And maybe, maybe, we, maybe it was forgettable. Like I said, it's no, her bald don't. head. No, her no. Her bald head like, is what, no. people is what still brought her fame. Yeah. It was the Pope. And kept, you think that her the Pope incident kept her yeah. fame over all yeah. these years? Yeah. I don't even know what the Pope incident was a buy. I like, know like she ripped the, up like she, she ripped, yeah, she ripped up the picture and people were outraged about it because like three days before it happened, you know, it leaked out, you know, the, 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 the Vatican was covering up all these uh, sexual abuse scandals and she was singing her song and she ripped up the picture of the Pope. And then well, like a million like, musicians how, over time, she yeah. uh, stood up for, okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Then that became like, people didn't want to talk about why she did it. Just that she did it to the Pope. And that was so rude to do it to the Pope. Not like you what know, just happens. And it became <laughs> like, you know, a big thing. CP on the board says, got to go with Mike. She still toured, but no record companies were pushing her after SNL. I, I, I would, uh, I'm going to respectfully disagree with you guys. I think 
that people specifically remember her because she's bald headed. If she wasn't bald headed, I think that uh, that she she would have disappeared through time. But again, that's my opinion. That's your guys' opinion, and I respect that. I'm just saying, if you say that name ever in my life, bald chick pops in my mind, and then eventually other things come. The song that she sang again it was a really nice song. She did a really nice version. It wasn't hers; it was Prince's, but. I, I say that her claim to fame was the fact that she was bald. If she had red hair with, with a ponytail, I don't think Sinead O'Connor was the same um, oh, no. after all this time. So that's where I stand. You know, that, that's one opinion to have. That is one opinion to have. <laughs> and I think if you would ask, like, you know, go around and, and talk to people, I think that would be the, the top thing that would come out of their, their, their head. If they, uh, no, if they, gonna, if they knew I'll, who I'll, she was. I would say that she I'm was bald would be number one on the on the board. Yeah, I'm going with the uh, the Pope. Hmm. But you know, we will. Did you know she was we bald? Will disagree, we will disagree to agree. Let me ask you this: Did you know she was bald? Who me? Yeah. Well, yeah, because I knew who she was. I didn't know the Pope incident. So, I mean, that goes to show you: yeah. two people knew she was bald. One people knew the Pope incident. I'm just saying, I, I think that that's yeah. how it would shake out ultimately. But um, I know like yeah. seven people, so I, I can't really do a do a survey. And only three of them talk to me. Yeah. And I only like one of them, and that's Derpy. Yeah, we all we all love Derpy. Everybody loves Derpy. Yeah, that's debatable. We do to have a uh, <laughs> after, after I say talk. I love him, I say it's debatable. <laughs> of course, everybody, everybody, everybody at the um skiller training camp is there. There's no players on the PUP. Everybody's ready to go. There's no incidences, no crazy uh stories. Guys are there, they're ready to work, but Unfortunately, I want to talk about this baseball real quick, only because I like to get it out of the way so we can spend the rest of the day talking football. Pittsburgh Pirates are five and one against the San Diego Padres this year. They're 40 and 56 against everybody else. They're still 11 and a half games back. Even after the win last night, the Pirates win three to two in a closed game that could have probably been lost by the Pirates. Pirates are 40, 45 and 57 at the time. Big stacks has to come out and prove me wrong. Goes two for four, one run, one RBI with a home run. And the only three runs that were scored by the Pirates were home runs. Home runs by big stacks, Brian Reynolds, Carlos Santana, who's been on a tear lately. He has. He's, I don't know what he's doing. He's ready to get the hell up. out of Pittsburgh on I this, think so. uh, this train this coming week. And Choi, who better be uh, continue to hit his home runs because he's going to be taking that position over when. Carlos Santana does leave. Now that I'm okay with. Now a question like with this right here, do you if you trade Santana, do you extend Choi in the offseason? I think you take a look around and see what what's, and see what's out other, there. Yeah, our other options are, yeah. but maybe, possibly. Yeah, I, I um, was like that's been like a like a little sentiment of, amongst uh pirate fans on on Twitter. Is it like if Santana's gone, do you extend Choi? Or at least try a, to bring him back for a year. You know, if, if that's, um, yeah, I mean, if that, that's what you do, that's what they're looking to do. I, I wouldn't have a problem with that. I like Choi. Uh, he, he, when he's healthy, he hits the ball. He hits the ball far. It's always a plus. Um, David Bednar gets his 20th save last night. Mike, his 20th save. It was an interesting ninth inning. He had two people on. He, um, he intentionally, unintentionally, unintentionally, intentionally walked uh, Soto to load the bases to get to the next batter who ultimately got out. Loading the bases in the bottom of the ninth is dangerous, but you know what? He did it. He pulled it off. He got his 20th save of the season. 
Hey, you know what? When the, I, I like it when the closers let guys on base. Yeah. It makes it more exciting. And two, you know, you get a ground ball, double play, boom. Hey, you're 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 right where you need to be. Yeah. They did it with bench coach Don Kelly managing the team. Of course, uh, Derek Shelton was serving his one-game suspension for the beanball, Manny, Manny Machado beanball incident the night before. Angel Bergamo is serving a three-game suspension for this. And, uh, with the baseball, with uh, like this pitcher, is three-game suspension. Mm. Is it just three games? I mean, pitchers, you know, they, the yeah, way they it's pitch just is, Yeah, it's just, just three, three games. games and he's available. You think it would be like – Okay, you're a pitcher. That's three starts. You're out right. for a while. But, you know, it is what it is. And, yeah, I wasn't sure how that played out. Um, once the uh, the Pirates have the day off today, come home, come to, back to the Berg. They got Philadelphia coming to town tomorrow. Uh, we have a nice we have a nice little uh, rotation of pitchers. Keller is going to be on the hill tomorrow with a 9-6 and six record. Uh, Quinn Priester will be on the hill Saturday. With a one and one, and then Rich Hill will be finishing up the uh, Phillies series on Sunday with a seven and ten record. They'll be facing Zach Wheeler, Aaron Nola, and left-handed pitcher Christopher Sanchez. So, I look for a good series. I don't know. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully, you know, even if we don't win, hopefully, I just want to see the young guys just keep doing better and better. Yeah, that's really the young guys are a blast to watch. They're a blast. They are, like Ed, like that stuff you sent me about Edney Rodriguez. Yeah. Look at the energy and the in the in the oh. hype that he has, man. Dude, I want him to be the um to be our everyday catcher and put uh Davis out in out in the outfield somewhere. Or maybe, you know, I, at first I, mean, I was against Davis not catching, but watching Edney behind the plate, it's he's the more <laughs> natural catcher. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like him back there. I would be ha- I wouldn't mind if you know if something would happen where Troy wasn't extended. I, I could see Davis at first base. I mean that's yeah, do do some like something like that. I want them both in the lineup. Yeah, all these young guys. Oh, they, you know they're so fun. They're so much better than than the team that we had on the field prior to. And this is going to be a bunch of guys added, um, of course, along with Paul Skeens eventually. Skeens. It's going to be a fun, nice little team. Yeah, I can't wait. Can't wait. Well, you know that's pirate baseball, man. We always got to look forward to the future. Yeah, ain't that the truth? Never it. the now. It's never no, it's the now. Ne- it's never pirates. now. Never. It's always. It's always the future. The future always looks good for a team that's always bad. Exactly. That's why you know Bob Nutting has it figured out. <laughs> he sure does. <laughs> I wish I could do the lack of work that he does and get paid the money that he gets paid. I can tell you that. Oh, you know what? That that's me at my job. I do as little as possible. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're going to kick it over to the soccer field briefly. The Indy 11 come to town and beat the Pittsburgh Riverhounds 3-1. to one. This is the second games in a row that our soccer team here in Pittsburgh lost. That's um, depressing, but you know what? They had like that amazing win streak, was it? Like 13 games in a row, like unbeaten yeah. or, or wins. So, you know what? Uh, the pen- pendulum will swing back the other way on you sometimes. So. Yeah, right. Uh, over in football, Chiefs wide receiver John Ross, uh, the number ninth overall pick in the 2017 draft, calls it quits. As, as, as camp starts, guys start showing up to camp, making their way in, stopping at Target, grabbing their TVs, carrying their egg mattresses in. 
John Ross, the wide receiver for the uh, Kansas City Chiefs, retired. Yeah, he was what uh, ninth overall draft pick. Yeah, uh, from the Bengals years back. Hey, you know what? Hey, he lived his dream. Congratulations, man! Enjoy retirement. Enjoy the second half of your life. Get out while you're healthy. Get that money. Yeah. More player news in the league. Um, former Pittsburgh Maulers linebacker, Kiona Tazino, the leading tackler yes. of the Maulers, of course. He uh, terminated his USFL contract, and he is going to be signing with the San Francisco 49ers. Oh, that's awesome. I saw that um, on Twitter, on the Maulers Twitter, that like you know his contract was terminated. He's going to the NFL. I just didn't see what team, so that's, that's exciting, man. It'd be it nice to exciting. see him on that on that uh, on that defensive line. It's going to be fun. It's going to be you know you wish him all. I hope the he luck. makes. I hope he makes it, man. The only game that I wish that he would not have luck in would be the one played in forty-five days from now. Exactly. Beyond that, have at it, my man. Yeah. Good luck. Good Wouldn't luck. Good luck. Wouldn't surprise me if you know his season just ended. If you know if he does make the roster, or maybe just as like a practice squad guy to start out there, so he doesn't have to go in from one season directly into the next right he got uh, amazing talent who knows he does too, man. Gonna... i hope he can stick around man he, he was fun to watch uh we're gonna come over to the we're gonna come to latrobe and talk a little bit here tj watt finally addresses something that we've been talking about for a couple of years now you and i we've done this show mm-hmm. for, for over two years and we always often say that tj watt yeah he's great but when it comes to the playoffs you know he just you know and whether he doesn't get it done or the team whatever it is but whatever it is he is you know had it up to here he says i'm ready it's, it's bothering me the one thing that i i haven't done was one playoff game that hasn't haven't performed well in playoff games so he's going into this uh preseason with that mindset maybe setting some goals for himself and getting the other guys on board but he's ready he wants to get to the playoffs he wants to make an impact and you know what i you know okay seven years gone by but uh where we are right now, present time. Let's do this, man. Get your head right. Let's get to the yeah. playoffs and let's make some noise. Yeah, his his last playoff game, you know, twenty twenty one. He he had a pretty good game. What he had the three tackles. He had that sack. I think he had a touchdown. Yeah, yeah he had a strip sack for the touchdown that started out, and then the, then the game went off the rails. Like Kansas City just decided to beat Kansas City, but you know he 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 played well that game. The twenty one team was not built to play that Kansas City. Oh team. God, no, God, no. That was that team was. Ex- Definitely, definitely exposed as not ready for prime time. And, but, you know, I, I give him credit. He played, he played well that game. I look forward to, it. I think, I, I think this, this team is going to be different this year, guys. I think it's going to be a mentality thing. Uh, this team has gone through a lot for the past few years and last year. And uh, I, I think that these guys are going to have a, a really yeah. I, good season. I, I hope so. I'm hoping they do. Me, I think it's, the one more year i think one more year away from right. being true contenders uh you know last year they to me they they exceeded expectations this year i think they might just be like a little hiccup along the way just because the rookies last year played pretty well might be a little right. you had that sl- sophomore slump i i i'm hoping i'm wrong i'm hoping everyone like i i really jump. have a hard I, time <laughs> i i i'm hope i'm hopeful but like in the back of my mind you know you know me i'm I'm cautiously pessimistic. I really have a hard time believing that this defense isn't going to make some noise. I think this defense I, I, I is hope. going to be dangerous. It needs I think to be. the schedule that we have is considerably easier than last year's schedule. 
Um, the, the part of the schedule last year that, that was easy was the NFC South. Of course, we swept that division. Yeah. I think that this, the, this schedule this year would be more fitting with that division that we played last year. Yeah. I think that, uh, you know, now you shed the Eagles, you shed the Bills, you don't play Kansas City. You're going to get that schedule yeah. that, that would be more comparable with how things turned out. And, and being that the way things went that, the way they did last year, where there was a lot of uncertainty on a team. Mm-hmm. I, I think just by default, it's yeah. going to be better. And I, I think that, like I said, if this defense comes out and plays to its potential and what they're being paid to do, I think that the yeah. Steeler team could go a long way. I really do. Yeah, like you said, you don't that our the first half of the schedule last year, that was the hardest part. And if this well, schedule if it was plays as hard out, as it got, it really yeah. was. If you look it, at the team. We had that, so that's like it's kind of hard for me, like last year to say, you know, we improved. yeah, we like statistically we improved in the second half, but like we also had faced weaker competition. All right, absolutely. So, they, so for me, it's hard to grade last year, like was was it improvements or did we just get lucky and we played some right. bad teams down the stretch and we got teams on our 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 level? Well, this year, you know, most of the teams that we're playing are going to be more or less our level. Right. We have, we like have some that. that we have some that are above us. You know, obviously the 49ers, that first game out of the gate is going to be a huge test because you know they're going to be say, hungry. If we could beat San Francisco in that first game, then yeah. that's huge to get the season started. Yeah. Because then you put that hungry. game behind you. Yeah. And then you say, We won this. We had a mm-hmm. we had one of the elite teams come to town. We beat them. Let's focus on what's yeah. next and go from there. I really have I, – I, I got good feelings about this team. Like I, I, I mean, there's – I hope so. – I'm hopeful, but you know me. I, as I said – When it comes to my Steelers, I'm very pessimistic. When it comes to that second half of the season and they were under – you know, the, the opponents weren't that great. It was your Raiders. It was your Browns. It was teams like this. You know, if you face a schedule more like that, I think by default you're just – you're going to be better as they were one, better yeah. down the stretch. Yeah. Uh, I'm not dodging Kansas City. I'm not dodging the Bills, but you know what? They're not on our schedule. You yeah, can't so, do yeah. nothing about that. You can only play who you play. You can only play who they give you. So, you know, if you're, they're going to hold that against us, you know what? Let that be the thing they hold against us. And then when we get to the playoffs, we'll see if, if um, yeah. you know, we could do anything about it. But you know what? I, I'm happy with the way things are going. I think the way that this defense has been put together and even, you know, in things on the offense, I, I think, Mike, I, I think I have a really hard time thinking this is going to be a bad year for the Steelers. Yeah, I what I'm talking myself into, like if they have like a they you know that, that weak schedule and they, those teams are bad, like yeah we can be producing guys can can get better where they, you're not playing that top tier those top tier teams so like right. you're gonna build confidence that way and get better that way even though you're not facing the best but you're out there you're producing and you're you know morale is high that has a carryover effect so you and know also- it's just. It's one way. It's one way to get better is to play bad teams because you're going to make yourself look good, feel good, play good, and that that comp, and that's going to give you confidence. And confidence is huge, man, in the pros. And also, I think the uh, the uncertainty in the first half of the season last year because yeah, in the schedule you had, of course, the uh, the Eagles, the Bills, and then you had the Jets, the Dolphins, and the Patriots. Yeah, I think a little bit more of a confident team. Now, I'm not going to say would have made much difference against the, uh, the the two first teams I mentioned, the Bills and the Eagles. No. But I think a confident team, a team with a little bit more certainty, would have played those three games differently. Yeah. Um, the Jets losing by four, the Patriots losing by three, and the Dolphins losing just by a couple points. So, you know, it's going to be interesting this year because there there is a little bit more certainty. There isn't guys that don't, you know – we're coming in with a different mindset this year. And, and I think that plays a mm-hmm. part. I, I think, like I said, it's going to be hard for me to, 
And if TJ Watt's healthy, if Najee is healthy, just both of those guys are healthy, you know, all season, you know, we missed them for huge, you know, Watt missed eight games. Najee was not healthy the entire first half of the season. You know, we had the uncertainty of the offensive line. So those, those three things, if those are short up, you're going to realistically, and hopefully you're going to perform better in the first half. This I like season. it. I'm excited. 45 days till we play the 49ers. 15 days, guys. Two weeks from tomorrow, we're going to be watching the Steelers play Tampa Bay. I, I can't even describe how that makes me feel inside. I can't wait. Gives me a tingly feeling. <laughs> you got you got a tingly feeling on the yeah, inside. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like when I, when I uh, climbed the rope in gym class. Ooh. I like I, I like it. Derpy, I'm gonna I'm gonna come over to you now because you oh, yeah. had an incident or not an incident, but something you want to talk about regarding Najee Harris. Um, Derpy was on me before the show. Derpy was on me. Uh, he wants to talk about something regarding Najee Harris. Derpy, the the, the floor is yours. Um, I'm just upset with Najee and Why? with his decision to, you know. I understand somewhat what he's saying about Saquon and that running backs do deserve that money. Mm, I see what you're doing. Okay. Proved anything. He hasn't proven anything. And that's why I'm, that's what makes Mahomes so different than any quarterback that's been paid recently is that he wants to win. And and he does. I mean, he is the, the one that is winning. And, he, and he's the one who is winning and he proved it. Uh, you know, one thing that I got to, I got always refresh in my mind. Let's just say Patrick Mahomes is the best. And he's, let's say he's going to be the best for this generation. Yeah. That's okay. He's, he's we don't Brady. have to have Tom Brady. We don't have to have Patrick Mahomes. We won Super Bowls during the Tom Brady era. Exactly. We won Super Bowls during the Peyton Manning era. You know what I mean? So I, I think that we're going to be fine. As long as we do what we do well, as the Pittsburgh Steelers have done through history, we've never – um, uh, you know, there's been great teams in the 70s. The Cowboys considerably could have been the best team of the 70s. We just got to be the Steelers, do what the Steelers do. But going back to what you were saying about uh, Najee Harris, I think where you're going was um, the, the whole debate over Saquon Barkley and the, and the amount of money that running backs get paid. Is this, is this correct, Derpy? Yes, yes. And I just don't want him to start drama that we don't need. Najee. This, this, team, this team is actually a good team. Talent-wise, coming back. Um, but my, ahead, he, he's a, he's a running back there. He's looking for his future, knowing like, hey, in next year, you know, my, you know, are they going to extend me? Am I going to play out this rookie contract? Are they going to franchise me? Franchise me, and I never get a chance to go to onto the open market like every other player in the league. Whereas me, as a first-round pick, as a running back who is good, I am going to get screwed over. Why? Why isn't he? He's allowed to think, you know, for what's I best know for he him. Is, but... but these teams, these teams chew up players, spin them out, and don't think twice about it. Why can't a player? Especially you know, a running start, back. That's the drama yeah. I'm talking about. Why we didn't win with the killer bees, though? No, we didn't win with the killer bees because they they kept choking. The offense choked. The defense choked. The quarterbacks choked. Yeah, and the coaching the stuff, but that that's no that was not being on the same page they just choked they just failed you know they they got beat by better teams they beat or you know they beat themselves we ran but, into some injuries late in the season those yeah, years i think in the playoffs yeah. i uh, there were some injuries that were pretty big but uh well, like saquon barkley he he signed his contract he he didn't sign the tender they gave him he signed a one-year deal and went back there and, and he was there day one ready to go. So he had no drama there. Najee was asked a question, said, Hey, yeah, running backs, we deserve to be paid fairly. You know, Cole Comment 
you know, the the tight end out of the Bears is making more than star running backs in the league. How is that fair to them? It's not the, you know, this bum of a tight end is not better than some of these star running backs. You know, these guys, you know, they put their lives on the line, their bodies on the line for these teams and they chew them up, spit them out and they don't want to pay them. I, you know, I have no problems with the running back speaking out. I don't think it's causing drama. I just think everyone's become greedy. They make more than that person in a year. Well, yeah, but you know, they, this is why why they make more than the average person years because they bring so much money to these teams and without yeah, them the owners what only only one team can win That's a Super Bowl year. And Mah- Mah- Mahomes has a Mahomes makes fifty million like he signed what a quarter billion dollar contract. Let's at, not at, yeah because he earned it. So he proved it. Yeah, these guys proved it too. They proved their worth to their teams that they should be paid fairly, and you know these teams don't want to pay running backs fairly. I agree with both of you. I, I agree with what Mike is saying overall. I agree with Derpy in the sense that this team does not need drama. I think that this team needs to do everything that it can in its power to stay away from drama at, at all costs. Uh, Kenny overall, Pickett wants to win. Yes. All and, these and, guys and, want to win. And Kenny overall, Pickett's on his rookie contract. He has no room to like stand on about a contract. But overall, I know, but you want a quarterback that has the nerve like that, though. Like, so, overall, so none. So here's here's. I hate when people say, "Well, this guy wants to win." Everyone wants to win. That's why they're out there. Yeah, they want to win, but they also want to be paid fairly. So when they retire, you know, after their bodies are destroyed, you know, they were compensated fairly. The running backs get abused more than anybody. There's not a player on the team that does, that gets hit harder and as often as a running back. There's not a player on the team that you tell to run into a, a big pile of, of grown athletes who are very strong, yeah. very fast, very athletic, and, and expect them to, you know, get up every yeah. play and get back to the huddle as if nothing happened, as if they just weren't in a car accident every play leading up to that. You got to pay your running backs, whatever. I, you know, here's the thing. We can complain about the money situation in pro sports, or you can enjoy sports. And my thing is this, if I worry about what everybody's getting paid, I, I give the guy the money. Why not? Yeah. You're giving everybody else money. Yeah. You can't not pay your running backs. Yeah, P, P hit, it, hit, hit it on the head. Hunters become scratch golfers post-career. Running backs start planning that first hip replacement. I, you got, you know, here's the thing. Yeah. That's the name of the game. These guys get paid a lot of money. You got to pay your running back. You got to. There's yeah. nobody that's involved in the game more besides a center and a quarterback yeah. and a running back is especially like you look at the giants without saquon barkley last year that team doesn't do anything daniel jones is not he's not going to get you anywhere i think yeah. Najee. i i don't I, I don't know the whole story i i i blew over to be honest with you <clears throat> but if he if he leaves it at this gets to work stops worrying about you know I, he, he made a comment about a situation yeah. that he believed you know that i just think he should prove it that he earns the money do, do that's you all that Najee should prove it yeah I think Najee's going to prove it. And as as we said earlier on our show, a thousand yards isn't what it used to be in the NFL because you did add an extra game, and you know, mm-hmm. but you also are a passing league now. Exactly. So to have a thousand yards, it stands for something. Whether it's it's not the same value that it used to be, I think rushing for a thousand yards stands for something in the NFL, and it's something that Najee Harris has been able to do in his first two seasons. Uh, with a, a a less than desirable line last year they did really well don't get me wrong and also with dealing with a few injuries that he had 
I, 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 you can't say that he's having a bad time. I think Najee is doing well. I think that this year should be a breakout season for him. But, uh, you know, at the end of the day, all these guys got to get paid. They're, they're doing their job. If you're paying these guys this amount of money and these guys that, that, that do a lot more work seemingly are only getting paid this, yeah, you give them their money, man. What are you going to do? It's, it's, it's not your money. Exactly. You know, you know? When, it come, when, it, when it comes to uh, taking money from billionaires and giving it to their workers, I, yes. I support the workers. I don't care if they're millionaires or not. You know, that they have a strong, you know, most sports have strong unions. Uh, NFL really doesn't. And they, they should be paid more. I want the NBA union repping me and everything. Those guys get paid. Bank. But I, I think Derpy, what you're saying is the, the you you want Najee to prove himself. Is that is that correct? Yes. In, in the him, playoffs. In the playoffs. In 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 him. Um, Has Najee been in the playoffs? His running backs disappear in the playoffs. No. Yeah, and not. possibly, uh, you know, the, the the financial thing with with the, he what he brought up about Saquon Barkley. So that that's where you were going with everything, correct? Yes. Yes. All right. All right. Fair I enough. heard it here first. Derpy thinks no one deserves money. <laughs> I don't know. I don't no, think I'm not greedy ones that already earned their right to have that amount of money. Hmm. Well, like I said, they make they make more than the average person in a year, and you know. When only a handful of people can do what they can do and they bring in billions of dollars a year, they should get a huge chunk of that pie. No reason they shouldn't get paid. I mean, everybody's getting paid in the pro sports. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, we are running low on time. Mike, why don't you go and tell everybody about the website? TwoDumbGinzers.com. We have links for everything over there. Uh, website, uh, you can find... Oh, yeah, the email address, email comments, questions, anything email anything to us you know especially email anything you want to ryan he loves getting weird emails from fans uh check out the merch store you know get your bob nothing merch there maybe you'll get your get your nausea pay me harris merch them that i might make nausea show me the money i think nausea is gonna have a pretty super year this year i think he's gonna exceed what he had if he stays if he stays healthy i think he's gonna exceed what he had in yards in his first two years um but that it will be I'll uh, over 1300 out of nausea this year. I, I think he could do 1200. Um, guys, pre uh, question of the day. Trivia of the day is not a baseball question. It's a football question. As a matter of fact, it's a preseason question. So uh, that's going to be making you feel good, right? Oh, I'm ready. Let's go. The trivia question of the day is this, guys. The preseason record that the Steelers had in all three of their Super Bowl seasons since 2000, which we know was no. 05, 08, and 010. All three of those years, they had the same exact record in the preseason. All three of their Super Bowl seasons since 2000, they had the same exact preseason record that year. I need you fellas to tell me, what was the record the season the Steelers had in preseason of their three Super Bowl seasons. Go ahead and think that over. In the meantime, we are we're live every day, seven days a week, from Monday to Sunday, eleven thirty a.m. right here. And if you miss this, or you just like uh, you know just like listening to the show, put your pod your earpods in. You're at the gym, you're in the car, whatever it may be. The show gets uploaded over on Spotify and podcast form every day at eight p.m. All new show every day. 
8 p.m. This goes up on Spotify. Go check us out. Again, we are live here, 1130 every day. So the question is this, guys. The Pittsburgh Steelers had the same record, preseason record, in all three of their Super Bowl seasons this millennium. Can anybody tell me what that record was? Hmm. I'll start with Derpy. Derpy, what do you think it was? I'm going to go two and two. Two and two. Yeah. All right. Derpy says two and two. You want that to be your final answer, Derpy? Yes. All right. I'm going to lock Derpy in place. Two and two. Mike, what was, what was the Steelers' preseason record in all three seasons this millennium that they had made the Super Bowl? I'm going with P. I'm going one and three. One and three. And P on the board also says one That's and three. One. Want me to lock you in on a one and three, Mike? Yep. All right. Lock you in, lock P in, and there we go. <clears throat> I'm looking for the record. The Pittsburgh Steelers had carried the same preseason record all three seasons. They went to the Super Bowl this millennium. Super Bowl 43, Super Bowl 40, Super Bowl 45. You remember them all. But do you remember the record? of the preseason that same year for the Steelers. It was the same record all three of those years. Uh, uh, P on the board said he's just guessing. He's saying one and three. Mike agreed with him. He's saying one and three. Derpy says two and two. The answer, of course, guys, was they had the record of three and one. Ooh, wow. Three and one. The uh, Every single season that they went to the Super Bowl, that was their preseason record. So. Let's Dang. let's we can't say we can't say let's hope for a three and one preseason this year because we only exactly. played three games. We'll go three and oh. We'll go three and oh. That'll be good for me. They'll go three and oh and start the season oh and three. Or yeah. <laughs> get, or start I'll, off I'll, three I'll, be, I'll be on the I'll be on the hype train and then I'll be oh, angry. We'll burn the city down, man. <laughs> be like the buckos. Yeah. Um Therapy, you got anything before we get ready to take off, man? Um, tell them how these guys ready for this year. You say, will he, or he's going to Tomlin should have these guys ready for this year. I agree. I, I think this team is different. <laughs> I do from top to bottom. I, I think there's a, there, there's a swag, the swag that maybe you were talking about the other day when you were finishing up the show. I don't know what that was, but you know what? I'd feel that there's a swag with this team from top to bottom. I think that this team feels that they have something to prove. And I think that they're starting to believe that about themselves. Mike, what do you got anything before we take off? Um, I, I got nothing. I, I got no words of wisdom. I always blanket this. Um, oh yeah. If you have an ingrown hair on the back of your neck and it pops at work, just leave. Just oh. leave. <laughs> don't stay oh. like I did. Oh my! Wow! Oh man, Mike! Oh, I had paper towel in the back of my neck, oh. around like this. Yeah, it was a rough one, boys. Way to traumatize us worse than you know what the Jesse hey. James throw. Exactly. This is why I'm here. I could have led the, the show off with this. I waited till the end. Oh, good luck thinking about anything the rest of the day, everybody. My boss said <laughs> before it popped that it was winking at him. Oh. oh. Oh, it, it was winking at him. I'm like, did something die in here? Oh, oh God. Oh, it's that putrid smell that uh, 
Uh-huh. Like tea, it's, like old oh, cheese. It was, it's disgusting. Mm. Oh, it smells I like a certain sh- franchise by a lake. <laughs> it did. It did smell Mike's like says, Cleveland. Mike's uh, ingrown hair smells like Cleveland. Uh, my my closing <laughs> thoughts on the day. I think everything is good in the hood with as far as our Pittsburgh teams. I think the Steelers are going to do well this year. I do believe that the Pirates are going to continue to stink this year. But uh, ultimately, I do say that I honestly, truly, from the bottom of my heart, believe that people mainly remember Sinead O'Connor because she's bald-headed. That's 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 an interesting hill to die on. And on that note, I do want to thank everybody for checking us out. We do appreciate each and every one of you. Each and every one of you, even UP, after the, uh, the terrible comments about my hair. I still love you, brother. Uh, but hey, we do want to thank you. And for Derpy, Mike, myself, the two dumb unions, everybody have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye. See ya. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs>